Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Eating high energy foods, hydrating throughout the day, your morning practice, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes, and your connection to your breath. If you can start applying, infusing these few tips today and stay with it, I will promise you that you're going to come back and say, I never knew that I could be so clear and have this kind of energy. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. I am so glad that you're here with me today. Well, would you like to have more physical and mental energy in your life as you go about your day? If you had more energy, what would that allow you to do? Start that business you've been dreaming about? Be more present for your family? Serve in your community? Or just have the energy to do some things for self-care? Well, today I'm excited to have Dr. Bita Yadidi back on the podcast for the third time. She's a holistic lifestyle expert who helps busy, overwhelmed, and stressed women. Can I get an amen? Busy, overwhelmed, and stressed women find their unique path to experience a holistic lifestyle transformation so that they finally feel physically energized, mentally clear, emotionally grounded, spiritually attuned, and relationally connected. Who does not want all of those things, okay? I am not a busy, overwhelmed, stressed woman, but I want all those things. Not only does Dr. BDDD treat patients at her holistic uh, treatment center wellness to be in Beverly Hills, California, but she now offers the Take Charge of Your Life coaching program where she helps women, just like you, experience their unique holistic lifestyle transformation. Well, today she's sharing with us three ways to radically increase your energy without overdosing on coffee. Yes, that's what I said. You might be listening to this with a coffee cup in your hand. Hey, Bita is actually a client of mine who's in the Rise Up Business Academy. And so I wanted you to know that ahead of time. And I wanted you to know that toward the end of the interview, I asked her some questions about her experience working with me. And she has had some pretty profound breakthroughs in her own mindset and in her business in just a few short months. And I think you'll love hearing her excitement. 
And by the way, if you are an entrepreneur in the making who wants to get your dream off the ground, or maybe you already own a business, but it's just not growing the way you want it to, the Rise Up Business Academy is a 12-month group consulting program that can help you rise above your biggest business barriers to reach your greatest goals. And if you're interested, I invite you to check out insporising.com slash rise up. That's insporising.com slash rise up. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Dr. Bita Yadidi. Bita, thank you so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you, David. I'm excited to be here with you and spend some time with you. I want to hear some of the primary reasons why women reach out to you to get your help and support. Uh, Pretty much most of the ladies who come looking for me are are ladies who are super busy, super overwhelmed, super stressed. And what we find a common thread among all of them is that they are struggling with energy. They're just really tired and they've done it all and they just can't seem to find what what fits for them? What's, what's, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Busy, stressed, and overwhelmed. That's like, is that, I mean, I don't want to say every woman, that could be every person, you know what I mean? But like, that's a lot of us, right? Uh, why do you think we're so busy, stressed, and overwhelmed in life? Uh, why are we busy, overwhelmed, and stressed? Well, we're juggling so much. There's so much that we're doing and we're committed to. Mm-hmm. You know, the ladies that I work with and even relating to my own life, you're juggling kids, you're juggling a business, you're juggling a family, you're trying to, you know, cultivate self-care, you're trying to be of service to the community. So there's so much going on. And what's interesting about all this, they believe that if they, like, for example, because I love meditation and I'm all for it. So if I share with them, you know, we really need to put in a meditation practice they believe that if they meditate, they're going to slow down and not be as efficient. So they have it a little backwards because the more you actually can be grounded and in tune, the more efficient you will be, but less stressed, less busy, and less overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So it's a counterintuitive situation here. Um, Yeah. So So they're saying I don't want to meditate because you may take the, away the edge. Like I might not have the edge in life. I might not be able to get everything done or run my business or be able to be there for my partner or kids or whatever. Yeah. I got to stay. I have to stay stressed in order to get it all done. Exactly. It's like this addiction. It's, it's this fix that they need. And if we go you know, deep, we're talking about the nervous system now. Mm-hmm. You know, the nervous system Either you go on rest and relaxation or also known as rest and restore, or it flips into fight flight mode. Mm -hmm. And the fight flight mode is tapping into the sympathetic nervous system. And most of us in this modern day and age, Mm -hmm. we are on that path. We are constantly in a fight flight mode Mm -hmm. and the body does it. You're on the fight flight mode for so long Mm -hmm. that the body has a really hard time now to adjust and go back into rest and restore. Yeah. I like the fight flight mode. Come on, let's just stay there. I like the energy. It's like, "Ah, let's do it. (laughs) Of course we do. It's like this fix, dude. Yeah. But then it's like, it's the crash. It's the crash. You you crash. So when um, you said one of the common things that you find in the women that you work with is a need for energy because they feel like if I am stressed, overwhelmed, busy, I'm lacking the energy. I feel just 
I assume like down or just kind of uh, the lack of motivation, lack of physical energy? It's a little bit of everything. One is uh, one area that they really find because they don't have that energy, they're struggling with self-care. So they're just giving, giving, giving. And then when it's time for them, they're just so exhausted that they just crash or they go for the uh, piece of chocolate or they go for the alcoholic beverage or they go for, you know, Netflix show because that is a quick fix to just decompress them. But for long-term health and sustainability, Mm -hmm. that's not the answer. Mm -hmm. So they're having a hard time. Where do I, how do I... How do I gain that energy so I can take care of me so then I can even be a better mom, a better wife, a better boss, and mm-hmm. so on and so, a better friend, and so on and so forth. Do you think that we as a, as a U.S. culture have an addiction to coffee and energy drinks? Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> have you had coffee? Have you had coffee this morning? I actually have not. I have my lovely water with lemon. Hydrate your body. I have water with nothing. Good job, Dave. I have not had a Diet Dr. Pepper in over three months, maybe four months. I don't know how long it's been, almost four months. I have not had soda. And I just, I'm getting ready to just go on a binger. Just no, don't binger. say that. I, it's a binger. It's called a bender, I think, not a binger. It should be called a binger. Anyway, um, yeah, I have not had that in a long time. And energy drinks make my heart just pop, 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 pop. I hate those things. Right? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Now, I'm curious after this over three months of not having Dr. Prepper, which there's caffeine in it, I'm curious that if I'm not promoting you to do it, but if you do take a sip of Dr. Pepper after three months, I'm curious how you would feel. How would your body respond? I'm going to tell you something that only my family knows. There are these little um, water additives. Um, You know, there's all these little things where you squirt a little something in your water, make it taste a little different. Yes. One that I have been using is called Mio, M-I-O. And there's all different flavors. And then the the different colored uh, little containers don't have um, energy or caffeine. And mm-hmm. then the other ones that are black have energy. So I've gotten it and you're supposed to put like a little, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm making Kool-Aid basically. I'm going back to elementary school, making Kool-Aid in my water. And so, um, I can go days for whatever reason without caffeine and I have no side effects, no headache, nothing. I don't even notice an energy difference necessarily. So the other day, this was this week, a couple days ago, and I drink a lot of water during the day, over a gallon. I drink a lot. Um, so I took that Mio and I put it in a cup and I'll usually get two big cups of water at a time. And I drank four big cups of that with a lot of that caffeine squirted in there. And my heart started pounding, pounding. And I felt like for for like the whole rest of the night, I could barely go to sleep. It took me until midnight to fall asleep. I mean, that I, I thought I had caffeine overdose. Mm. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I, I don't have to have it anymore for whatever reason. I'm, I'm good without it. Right. That's incredible. And I love how you were able to recognize that just pouring those drops, how your body responded to that caffeine. And what's, what's crazy is a lot of people who drink caffeine regularly, they don't notice that's what's yes. happening to their body, but it is. And the body does not know the difference between its uh, 
coyote, a lion coming at you, or it's caffeine. It, does, it can't differentiate. So it's going to go into that fight flight mode, mm-hmm. which over time, it taxes your adrenals, it taxes your insulin level, your hormone levels, and your entire body just becomes out of balance. Mm-hmm. And not only physically, but then it affects our emotion, it affects our mindset, and so on and so forth. Because we know now with science, we know the microbiome in the gut, it's 80% related to our mental health and our emotional health. So what we put in there is a direct correlation to mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. So um, it's funny also because I don't drink a lot of caffeine. And when I do, I also experience the jittering of the hands, the heart palpitation. So for me, and there's no way if I have caffeine after 2 p.m., there is no way I could have a good night's rest. I'll be up all night. So in my previous younger years, when I was going to the doctorate program and master's program, I actually was drinking a lot of coffee to mm-hmm. get through those late nighters because mm-hmm. I'm taking care of the family. I'm taking care of the kids. I'm super busy, do homework, feed them, laundry. And then it was evening time that I, that I needed to stay up to mm-hmm. study. So the only way I was able to do it back then was through coffee. But then I found myself actually over time, not getting that fix, not being able to stay up all night. And then I also just wasn't at my best. I had the jitters. I had this, like, as you said, this bzz, this buzzing, this uh, residual worst. that just lingers in yeah. my body for the entire day that is super uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about some ways that we try to increase that energy. Primarily in our culture, it's caffeine or maybe dark chocolate. I think that's a bad, like, come on, really? Maybe you just want chocolate. So what are some powerful ways where we could introduce some things into our life that would give us real energy that's healthy and long lasting? Okay. That's an amazing question. First and foremost is, and you don't have to do it in any order, but the first thing, since we're on the topic of coffee, it's food and drinks. Mm -hmm. What do we eat? And what are we drinking? So first and foremost, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing if you can do, I always have this water bottle by my bedside filled with water, little bit of lemon, and it's by my nightstand. I have another one in the kitchen. I have this all over. Mm -hmm. And water is ready to go. If we can start the morning with just a room temperature glass of water, that begins to hydrate the body and the lemon, just a little bit of lemon begins to slowly open up the liver to help with detoxification. So the body begins to wake up, you're getting hydration. So um, water is the first thing you want to start your day with. Super, okay. super important. And then maintain drinking water throughout the day. And David, uh, Many of my clients have said, well, I can't drink water. I can't find myself thirsty. And you have found the trick because we did too, which is those little droplets that you put in your water, taste like coconut, taste like candy, and that has helped them. But I also, instead of doing the droplets, because I prefer the whole foods, I tell them, why don't you get a few slices of like orange, 
few slices of orange, throw it in the water, a little bit of lemon, and even a few pieces of strawberry or berries. Mm -hmm. So at least you've brought now flavored water and it's natural and Mm -hmm. they have a tendency to drink it better. Mm -hmm. So water. If you're asking me carbonated water, no. And that's a whole different conversation, but not carbonated, please. Natural spring water. So hydration, super important to just keep the chi flowing, keep your oxygen moving, and it's just hydrating the body. It's fuel. Mm -hmm. Second is what do we put in our mouth, Mm -hmm. right? And not only what do we eat, is how do we eat? That's a big one. We don't talk about how do we eat. But really, if we're already in this state of stress and overwhelmed and busy, so naturally the nervous system is on that fight flight, and we're standing and eating or driving and eating, you're still allowing the body to continue working on fight flight mode. Mm -hmm. You're not pausing. You're not bringing the body into that space of pause. So how do we eat? We do need to take even 15 minutes, put the phone away, put the computer away, and do your best if you can just sit with like just the food or with the company you're with. Chew, learn to chew really, really well because in order to assist with digestion, we need to be able to digest the food and it starts in the mouth. A lot of people eat fast, they don't chew well, they swallow it and it sits in their gut. And because they're busy, overwhelmed, stressed and tired, Mm -hmm. so the nervous system is taxed, the digestive, the digestive system is not working at its optimum level. So now it's sluggish. It's slow. It can't digest the food as well. So what happens is the body now needs extra energy to digest the food. So it taps into all the other parts of you, takes that energy, uses it for digestion. So how many of us feel like tired and fatigued after eating Mm -hmm. because our gut is not at its optimal level and now it's taken the energy that we need for all the other parts in us into digestion. Wow. That really makes sense. I I get that. Like, okay. So the more I chew my food, the more energy I actually could have because my gut's not taking all of that energy in order to process it and digest it. That's crazy. Okay. I've never heard that before. Exactly. So that's how we should eat. So what should I, I, so should I chew my fried chicken slowly? (laughs) I know you love fried chicken. No. (laughs) So how, so what should we eat? This is like the million dollar question. And I haven't had fried food, fried food, pasta, bread, uh, none of that. Sweets. I haven't had any sweets in like four months. I am like so proud and super Come on now. by yeah. that commitment, Dave. I swear, I tried that and I only lasted for two weeks. Okay, so what are we supposed to eat? Okay, so what are we supposed to eat? You want to eat high energy foods is what I call it. Because I look at nutrition from two perspectives, Western and Eastern. Eastern does not look at calories, does not look at fat, does not look at those things. We look at the energetics of that food. What is the property of ginger? What is the property of an apple? What is the property of uh, a bagel, right? So in Chinese medicine, it has energetics. It has, it's, it 
tells us, is it hot or cold? Is it warm? Is it pungent? Is it spicy? And then it also tells us which part of the body that food is going to. to. So where is it really being most nourished? So when I give a, a nutritional plan, I look at that individual, look at his or her constitution, and then I modify based on his or her constitution. Mm-hmm. We are not all alike. However, there are some basic important foundations that applies to everybody and anyone. And that is where I talk about high energy food from a Western perspective and Eastern combined. Foods that are filled with not simple carbohydrates, but complex carbs. Foods that have good fat and foods that are rich in protein. So what does that mean? So (laughs) simple carbs is your bagel and cream cheese, is your Pop-Tarts, it's your, um, the, the, the bars that the kids grab that have chocolate chips on it and it sounds really healthy. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the ingredients, number one ingredient says wheat, number two, cane sugar, number three, maple syrup, and so on and so forth. Like a lot of the uh, granola bar type things. Mm -hmm. It's processed. So Mm -hmm. So simple carbs is the bread, is the pasta, is the rice. That really is just, um, extra calories and not fuel for the body, fuel Mm. for the mind. It's just fulfilling. It just fills you up. And people actually find uh, that they're inflamed. They're more bloated. Mm -hmm. And they're actually not at their peak when they're eating all these carbs. They kind of feel, at first, they're like, yum, this is so good. And then 20 minutes later, like, why am I so tired? What's going on with me? I need to eat more. Mm-hmm. And then they go and eat more of the chips, more of the cookies, mm-hmm. more of the uh, processed, simple carb cereals. Mm-hmm. Stay away from that. I thought up until a couple years ago, I thought that I was supposed to feel kind of heavy and big after every meal. I just assumed, oh, that's just how you feel. Like you're full. Mm-hmm. Eat until you're full. Like Uh-oh. I'm full. Like, but then I would spend some time, like I have the last four months, not eating a lot, like no bread, no sweets, no fried foods, no pasta, all of that. And then if I'm just eating meat or vegetables, I can eat quite a bit of that and not feel that big, heavy, bloated feeling afterwards. It's a, it's, a, it's such a weird experience. This is amazing. I'm loving how you are transforming with this experience of yours, uh, the three months, four months with changing and shifting your food and being able to recognize what it does to your body. Mm. It's such a huge gift that you're going through this. And um, I have to tell you, many patients of mine, when they're, they have that same concept, they feel like, oh, I need to eat to the point I'm full. Mm-hmm. I'm about to explode. But ironically, no, you, when, when you're eating really high energy foods, mm-hmm. you actually feel more alert, more clear, more grounded. You have this not stressed energy, not this anxious energy. Coffee, chocolate, is, uh, energy drinks. These are all this buzzing, anxious energy. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have this like... I'm solid. I'm grounded. I feel really good. Mm-hmm. And I could continue my day in this space of just, I'm calm, but I'm efficient. I'm precise because mm-hmm. the mind is not foggy. 
Right, right. Low energy foods, you're going to experience, I'm a little foggy headed. I, my hands and feet are heavy. I'm bloated, possibly gassy, and I'm tired. And you find yourself yawning a lot. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to eat simple carbs. What do we want to replace simple carbs with? So vegetables. Vegetables has a lot of carbs in them. For breakfast though? Like what do I, what do we, what are we doing here for breakfast? Let's talk about breakfast. Cause that's like, if you're starting the day, you said have some water and then right. What are you going to eat? So you're basically taking away all cereal, all bagels, all donuts, all cream cheese, all like pop tarts, pop tarts. What can I eat? Okay. So (laughs) that's a great question. Great question. And it's a challenging one, but the best way to start, always think I need a piece of protein. I need a piece of carb, complex carb, and I need some fat. You want to start your day with those three elements. Mm. So a piece of protein, egg, a piece of egg is really yummy. If you're vegetarian, then you could possibly do like an almond butter. So a nut butter that has the protein and has the fat. But let's stick to non, let's stick to regular because I'm not a big fan of vegetarians and I'm not, I don't specialize in that. So let's I don't like vegetarians either. Yeah. I totally don't like those. (laughs) I love vegetarians, but you said you're not a fan of vegetarians. I Um, heard you say it. I'm putting that as a quote on the internet. I love it. I'm not such a big fan of vegetarians. Right. Don't put that. I, you know, I have some (laughs) kind of tongue twisting issues when I get nervous at times. (laughs) I hate those people. We love everyone. But vegetarian style eating is not my specialty. It's a so I, won't talk yeah, about I get it. Okay, so I'm having some eggs. So your right. breakfast is a piece of egg. So an omelet. Who says a piece of egg? Nobody says that. I'm having some eggs. That's okay, what have some eggs. Yeah, piece of an egg. That's weird. Okay, have some eggs. Okay. One egg, two egg, three egg, doesn't matter. Have an egg and whichever way you like, but make sure you saute it, you cook it, you apply or you put on some butter or some coconut oil. That is where you're getting your fat that's going to feed the brain. So you've got your protein with the eggs, you've got your olive oil, you've got your avocado oil, you've got your butter, or you've got your coconut oil. You use that as to saute, slightly fry, or what I do if I have a a hard-boiled egg, I just, you know, I spread it on my egg and it melts into the egg. And then just a side bit of berries or some fruits. So you've got your protein, you've got your fat, and you've got your fruits. So moms, ladies, people on the go have little containers in the fridge with berries, cut apples, cut fruits. Have your nut butters already in little small containers ready to go. Uh, if, if, If time is an issue, get your eggs cooked from the night before. Get it cooked hard boiled and put it in the fridge so you're able to grab because when we're on the run and we are tired, we're busy, we're overwhelmed, we're stressed, we need to Mm pre-plan because trust me, I've been there when I'm tired and exhausted and overwhelmed. The first thing I grab is what's in front of my face. Mm -hmm. And if there's a bag of potato chips, if there's a piece of chocolate, if there's nothing, coffee, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the stuff that's around. So we need to pre-plan. So you bring in some fresh fruits, some fresh vegetables, some eggs, avocados. Uh, even if you want a piece of bread, 
you know, you want to make sure the bread is whole wheat. You know, if you're not having gluten sensitivities, make sure you're eating a piece of bread that's whole wheat, whole oats, whole bran. Like that Ezekiel bran that's like just sticks. It's like interwoven sticks and nuts, like just made into a piece of square. That's what yeah. It is. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, David. So, um, okay, so uh, all of these things, basically what you're telling me, the thing that I'm getting is the underlying message is that food is fuel rather than food is just um, uh, to fill me up, to satisfy some sort of hunger or to make me feel better, like make me emotionally feel better. You're basically saying, how do we shift to make food a fuel that ultimately will get you the results that you want? Absolutely. Sustainable, long-term, and it doesn't have, you know, there's this, people say if the food tastes yummy, that means it's not good for you, right? They correlated healthy it doesn't taste good. Unhealthy tastes good. But no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beg to differ. Truthfully, healthy food is so yummy. You just have to begin to get your taste buds to slowly get used to that way of eating. And then once you go back to the old way, you'll be like, whoa, that's too sweet. Or that just doesn't taste as vibrant and yummy. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could sense and taste the energies. Mm-hmm. So healthy food can be super yummy. Right now there's paleo, there's keto, there's pescatarian, there's vegetarian, there's plant-based. There's so many things out there. You know, depending on your constitution, we create a plan, but just stick to stay away from processed food, stay away from artificial sugar, and stay away from fatty fried foods. Mm-hmm. If you can just like eliminate the processed foods, and what does that mean? Like I tell my kids, anything that comes out of a bag, Like if you're going to open this bag and expiration date is a year from now, somewhat that's, that's processed food. Sure. Sure. So even if you want the bagel, your kids love bagels. My kids love bagels. Okay. Try to get the whole wheat bagel or if it's, you know, bagel with the sesame seed on it. And instead of cream cheese, you know, why not? We'll put some almond butter on it, you know, or really good peanut butter on it or spread some avocado toast, you know, with some buckwheat crackers. You just got to be a little bit creative. Mm -hmm. Yes, it takes a little bit more time, Mm -hmm. but that time is going to be worth every penny because you are investing in your health long-term. Sure, sure, sure. My daughter um, just started working at a donut shop here in Southern California. It's called Sidecar. And it's like this fancy donut shop where like the donuts are $5, you know, instead of 50 cents. And they've got all these like things in them. And, you know, and I just told her, you cannot bring those home. You do not. They, they're not coming in the house. Consume okay. those outside of the house. She's, and what's funny is after she's worked there a few months, she's like, dad, I don't even want a donut. Like, it's just. Like, why would I eat one of those? You know, maybe every once in a while, but when you're around it, you don't want it. So, okay. So, um, so I'm hearing drink your water and consume high energy foods throughout the day. What's another tip to help us increase our energy? Uh, it, it, this is a hard one because we're working with busy, overwhelmed, stressed, tired ladies or men, but your morning practice is super critical. The morning practice, usually I carve 30 minutes in my morning, and that's a long time for busy, overwhelmed, stressed ladies. Mm -hmm. I get you. So don't do 30. 
carbon five, carbon 10. But your morning practice, what does that consist of? I usually like to just, when I wake up, I don't like to jump out of the bed. I like to just take a few seconds to just stretch, move my wrists, move my fingers, move my shoulders, stretch, 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 so I can wake up the chi, which is your energy, your vital. Is your husband husband laying there going, what the heck are you doing? Quit moving the bed. God, you need to speak to Cameron. He can tell you many stories of what goes down in my in that bed early in the morning. There are moments that he wakes up and he's like, what is this woman doing? I'm sitting meditating in the bed at like 6 a.m. It's like you're staring at him like a stalker. Like, so, I'm yeah, meditating. He's I'm not staring. Like, he's the guy, alarm turns on, he jumps out of bed. I'm the woman who, uh, I have my alarm but I don't necessarily use it right now. But I like just for a few seconds, get in touch with your body again. Feel your body, stretch your body, because it will talk to you. You'll be like, oh, wow, my fingers are stiff. Or, oh, my wrist is feeling better today. Or, oh, I have a back. You're just checking in with yourself, number one. And number two, you don't want to put a shock into your body, because again, that takes you to that fight-flight mode. All I, my mind as a doctor, I'm always thinking, how do I keep my nervous system on rest and restore? And if I go into fight flight, can it be just small intervals? And be, and how do I return back? Mm. Because underlying that is inflammation. Mm. We could go on forever, but then that produces inflammation if we're in that fight flight mode for too long. And then what? Why is inflammation bad? That's where disease begins to show up. That's where we're like cholesterol, dementia, heart disease, uh, anxiety, gut issues. All of that stems from that fight flight, inflammation, stagnation, and disease develops. Mm. So I'm always thinking, what do I need to do to maintain this rest and restore? So in Mm. the morning... Don't just jump up so fast because that's a huge shock to your system. Just take a few seconds, stretch, breathe, whatever you want to do. Just get back. And then the next thing I do, which sounds really silly, but it works so good for me. I like to greet myself because I just like to, I don't say hi, Beta. I say, good morning, Beta. How is your sleep? How is your rest? I basically become... You do this out loud? Out loud or in the mind. I whisper it. If no one's... Yeah, I whisper most of the time because Cam's sleeping or when he's not there. I speak out loud because the power of hearing your voice is a lot more powerful than whispering it. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. It's like I acknowledge me. And I mm-hmm. just brought a little drop of joy and love into me because I mm-hmm. always wanted somebody else to say good morning to me, but mm-hmm. that person is never around to say good morning. Mm-hmm. He's either sleeping or in the shower. Mm-hmm. So I find that brings acknowledgement of me, mm-hmm. self-love for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh, good morning. Like you don't need to be dependent on another person to give you what you're missing. You can bring it into your own world. We're, we talk to ourselves. I mean, you do sound crazy talking to yourself, but the truth is we talk to ourselves all day long in different ways. And oftentimes that's a negative voice for people. 
And so what I'm hearing you say is from the very get-go of the day, you're speaking to yourself in a calm, loving voice. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's important to me because, yeah, I do have that voice that is super self-critical, super self-judgmental, you know, always trying to put me down. So, you know, I'm not going to allow that to take over me. I'm Mm going to start the morning with this beautiful, fresh, open, loving attitude. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is if there's time, I always, which for me, I don't do three. I always have one, one phrase for gratitude and just one, one thing you're really grateful for. And most often it's, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for that. I'm waking up this morning Mm pain-free. I'm grateful for that. I'm breathing. It's acknowledging that I'm awake. Mm Mm-hmm. This sets the tone for me because it is a gift, you know, to be, when we go to sleep, we're actually dead. And to be able to wake up that morning, it is a rebirth. And for me, when I speak this way and I do that to me, it's like, it reminds me that I can fucking conquer the world. Like Mm. nothing is going to take me down. Mm -hmm. And it is a privilege that I am here and what, and, and then The last part for me is I set the tone for the day. I have an intention for that day. How am I going to show up today? I'm going to show up with calm and grace. Or I want to be of service today. So I put the intention out that if I find a homeless or if I'm looking, now I put it out that I'm looking for somebody who needs help. How can I be of service? Maybe they they need toilet paper, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, they need food. So just you set your intention for the day or today, I'm going to get my social media content completed. And then I'm going to celebrate in the evening watching my Turkish show. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you just, the morning, uh, Many people call it priming, uh, morning, routine, whatever you want to call it. Sure. But the way you wake up and before, and then lastly, I meditate. So I, you know, this sounds a, a big thing, but literally my morning, morning takes like from the minute I stretch to the minute I say good morning to the minute I have gratitude. Mm-hmm. That's like maximum three minutes. Okay. I really want to be in there five minutes. Right. Then I use the restroom. And then for me, because my home at this state of my life, it's calm. Mm-hmm. So the next thing I do is I go into meditation for about 20 to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. But I will invite everybody who is listening to just take three minutes, mm-hmm. another three minutes or maximum five minutes and just take a moment and just sit and be still. And if the mind wanders off and you're finding yourself agitated, it's okay. It's supposed to do that. Every time the mind wanders off, it's almost like the nervous system is coming back to rest and restore. It's like you're you're getting rid of the junk. Mm. The key is don't attach to the story. So the mind wanders off, you recognize it, you notice it, Gently bring it right back to your breath. Mm -hmm. Okay, so meditation is a big part of my practice, and I love it in the morning, and then I'll infuse it in the afternoon too. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I'm going to put a but because I've been there. Depending where you're in your life, what stage, how old are the kids? Some people say, no, I can't meditate. I need to exercise. 
fine. Do the stretch. Do the acknowledging yourself. Set your intention. Gratitude. Don't forget the gratitude. Gratitude. Take your water. And then right before you're getting in that car, like you're about to put on your seatbelt to go to work, or you're about to get into your office and start the day, just take three deep breaths. Just connect to your breath. Just take intentional breaths. That's Mm. it. Take a nice deep breath. Feel your breath. That also helps with energy, helps with bringing the nervous system back to rest and restore, and helps with just reconnecting to the here and now. Mm -hmm. So all that extra buzz, extra drama, that voice, that noise, that addiction to, I got to go, I'm busy, I got to do, you'll get it all, but without any of that extra noise. Right. So you can't meditate. Fine. Fine. For now, I'm going to say fine. Let's find a different way of meditation. And that is just mindful breathing, Mm -hmm. taking one minute, two minutes before you open up that computer and start work. I'm sure you can give yourself two minutes. Sure. Sure. To just take a few deep breaths, feel the inhales, let go with each exhalation and then start your day. So eating high energy foods, hydrating throughout the day, your morning practice, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes, super important, and your connection to your breath. If you can start applying, infusing these few tips today and stay with it, don't just do it today, skip tomorrow, stay with it for at least five or seven days. I will promise you that you're going to come back and say, I never knew that I could be so clear and have this kind of energy throughout the day versus having to grab the coffee all day long. Now, don't get me wrong. Coffee is not that bad for you. There's all different types of coffees and when you should have it. That's for another discussion. But people are having not only one, they're having two to three cups of coffee. I have clients, friends texting me at four in the afternoon. I'm drinking my third cup of coffee and I'm waiting for the high to kick in and it's not kicking in, right? So these things that are temporarily, it's gonna, it's not sustainable and it's gonna Mm -hmm. cause more harm over time. Mm -hmm. So put away the energy drinks, put away the processed sugar, be mindful of how much coffee you're drinking because I have people... I need my coffee. I need my coffee. Fine. A good cup of coffee. There is some antioxidants in there. I'm not going to take it away from you, but let's infuse the other things that can counterbalance the side effects that coffee may have for you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm not on that wagon of extreme of this way or that way. I really Mm -hmm. look at the person as a whole, Sure. you know, and, um, and then navigate from that perspective. Now, if women want to work with you beyond just these three tips, like how, what type of programs do you have to help people and what are the results that you're helping them with? Uh, Awesome. I have a program called Take Charge of Your Life program. And I'm super proud of that program and I love that program. Um, It rocks. It's really amazing. We see great results. What it is, it's a one-on-one coaching program. It's a 12-week commitment. 
Usually we meet up on via Zoom every week, depending on the person. Uh, and again, it's 12 weeks. And the first thing you're going to get is a, um, you're going to get an email with a link that has a custom propriety assessment that you're going to be taking. And it takes about 30 to 45 minutes. Once you've completed that assessment or questionnaire, you return that back to me and that will create about a 16 to 22 page printout on the five parts that we're looking at in your life. We're looking at your physical, we're looking at your mental, we're looking at your emotional, we're looking at your spiritual health and your relationship health. And it's based on the theory of Chinese medicine, yin and yang. So we're looking at your, where are you not in balance? Where is there disharmony? We're looking at your strengths, we're looking at your weaknesses. And it's a beautiful pie graph and you will see like where are the imbalances? Where are you stuck? And then after that, we meet up again. And now we together, based on your needs, your wants, and what we discovered in this questionnaire, we're going to create a custom um, program or path that really is holistic from this holistic perspective. And, and what does that mean? I'm going to be working with you with journaling. We're going to be asking questions that you're going to be needing to reflect on. Uh, I look at your nutrition. So I usually ask for a food law because nutrition is super important. Mm -hmm. If there's any supplements or medications you take, we also take a look at that. I introduce you to different types of meditation. I introduce you to different types of mind-body exercises. I introduce you to music, to tap into your creativity, podcasts, books. Basically, I'm coming at you from all the different angles, mind, body, and spirit, because I wholeheartedly believe and know in order to truly get to that level of pure happiness, pure joy, and sustainable health, and this feeling of, I just, I'm feeling fulfilled, and there's this inner joy, you need to treat the person from the whole. Mm -hmm. You cannot say, oh, okay, I'm going to give you a diet, eat this, take these supplements, and you'll feel better. You'll feel exercise, better. you're all good. Mm -hmm. That will work. It will help, but it's not sustainable. We need to get to the root cause. And this program, we take, we move the different layers of the veil or the or we're peeling layers of the onion to get to the core. Mm -hmm. of why is it that you are feeling this way, you're behaving this way, or your life is not turning out this way? And we get to the core. Once we get to the core, everything begins to fall into place. And we're, you're and, really empowering people to, like you said, take charge of their life. That's the whole point. So um, we'll have the links in the show notes, um, but your website is drbitayadidi.com, which is a little tricky to spell. So we'll just make sure if you go to our website or if you just swipe up on your phone to the show notes, and then you can click on work with me and it's got all the information about the Take Charge of Your Life program. Um, it's great. And then they can book a call with you to learn more and see if they uh, are a good fit for the program. It's very yeah, good. Absolutely. Uh, 
you've given us a lot of great insight in terms of energy and some of these things I'm already doing others, you know, morning practice, not so much. My wife has almost like a two hour morning practice. She is intense. She gets up, she reads immediately. Then she does this massive workout and then, you know, smoothie, green smoothie, the whole nine yards. Um, she's got more energy than me. That's for sure. We actually have been working together for uh, quite a while. And I wanted to just, um, for people uh, that are interested in possibly taking their business to the next level, help me understand before we started working together, how are things going for you in your business? I know you you had a, still do, you have a clinic in Beverly Hills, California, where you help people holistically with acupuncture and cupping and all kinds of amazing things. Um but you also were wanting to expand your reach and help more people, not just people in Southern California, but more through lifestyle coaching. Um, as you were thinking about starting that aspect of your business, how were things going for you before we started working together? <laughs> Amazing. So uh, before there was this deep, deep, deep desire to really be able to launch and um, spread this gift that I've received, right? And there were moments that I would just like get a glimpse of it. I would get invited to a podcast or get invited to a talk or I would get a client and then I would stop. So there was this like, go stop, go stop, go stop situation for me. And why? Because I didn't have the structure, I didn't have the tools, and I didn't have the person, the coach, to really help me uh, create that path to tell me, because I know what I, I know, I got the goods, you know, I can deliver, but it's like, how? I didn't know how. I, I'm really good in my office, that's easy, patients roll in, you treat patients, word of mouth. But to reach the masses and create my coaching program and do what I'm doing now, uh, there was a huge gap, huge. And I tried everything, everything. And again, it would be little bits and pieces of it. There was no uh, congruency. There was no uh, consistency. I would show up and then disappear on social media and other places. So... Uh, then I was blessed to meet you, David, my friend, <laughs> and um, we created an amazing friendship. And then you discussed your program with me, and I was resistant the first few times, like how I always am, because there's that inner voice in me that says, You don't need help, you can do it all on your own. And there was this belief system that if I ask for help, then I'm not good enough or I don't know enough and I'm not supposed to be doing what I'm doing. So there was that mindset issue. And then you came across, we developed a friendship, you talked about the work you do, you threw some, you shared some beautiful wisdom in our conversations. And then I let go of my ego, I dropped into my heart. And I connected and I said, yes, let's give this a try. And um, I'm not saying this because you're my friend now, but even last night I had an epiphany and 
I kept screaming, he's awesome, he's awesome, next to my husband at 11 p.m. at night. I can't believe this. I had a breakthrough. And he's like, what just happened? David, you are truly a gift. You are awesome. Uh, I think for me and many ladies probably who are just juggling so much and we have this vision and we're free-spirited and we want to do, but we just don't have the, the discipline and the structure. You give us the discipline. You are really gentle, but also very gentle, but solid. Like you just... You have dates put out for us. You tell me, okay, Bita, I need this by this date. If I can't get to it, you're not making a big deal out of it. But you you hear me. You feel me. You listen to me. And uh, I am super grateful because my website is out there. It's the most beautiful website I've created. Uh, my discovery calls are just happening. My social media is now in place and we have a, pro, uh, a schedule and a calendar and things are just being posted consistently. And what's really beautiful, it's all of my work. It's not like somebody else is writing it for me or somebody else is doing it for me. You have helped me to tap even into my greater gifts, the parts that I was so resistant and I wanted to like outsource it in such a beautiful way. <laughs> you brought it back to, you got it, Vita, let's, and you prompt me, you know, you give me hints, like use this quote or use this picture and see what it inspires you. So you have been amazing, uh, truthfully, like I am super grateful for you. And I was thinking, I'm like, what am I going to do when my, when my uh, time is up with him, I got to renew my, my commitment with Dave because you really uh, have shown me now that everything that I had dreamed about, fantasized about, visioned, you have, have helped me bring it into reality. Like it's no longer a fantasy. It's a reality. And I thank you so much for it. And I'm so looking forward to seeing what else unfolds um, in this work that we're doing together. And, um, and I've, and uh, the biggest part that's been super helpful and, and not even helpful, but I'm more grateful than ever is I am finding people, clients, future clients, discovery calls that are not in LA. You know, they're not in Southern California. That was exactly what I wanted to get to the masses, uh, to be able to share uh, the gift and to share my expertise and wisdom to anybody, you know, to the entire world. So we can, you know, become better and better and whole and complete and live our life to its fullest. You know, we deserve it and we desire it and why shouldn't we have it? So Dave, you rock, you really rock. And um, can I share what happened yesterday? Sure. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So uh, David checks in with you. I guess he's quite intuitive. So he'll check in with you via text, you know, whenever I guess he's called or prompted. And yesterday he texted me something. Uh, are you working on your, on your content? And I said, I have been, but I've been kind of stuck. I've been staring at a screen all day long and it's like two paragraphs, tiny paragraphs, and they have, doesn't make sense. And I said, I'm not feeling inspired. And David, you know, responded back to me, uh, 
you know, it gave me his own insight about, hmm, I've never said I'm not inspired. I have perhaps said I'm, I'm tired or overextended, but never inspired. And then he wrote something that just like woke me up. And he said something like, uh, when you're writing about yourself, you need to be inspired. But when you are writing about others, it is of service. So you don't need to be inspired. Something like that. Let me read it to you. I'm going to read it to you. When we make the writing about us, we need to be inspired. So that for me, that's coming from a place of, okay, like I've got a, I'm not saying you were doing this, but like for me, I can get in that performance mode where I go, wow, this has got to be really good or somebody's got to, you know, this has got to impress people or people have got to click the link or, you know, whatever. So when we make the writing about us, we need to be inspired. But when we make the writing about others, we come from a place of service. And for me, that frees me up to not feel like, oh, it's got to be this or that, but I'm just coming a bit more from the heart. Yes. And that's exactly what I needed to hear because that is what was blocking me the entire day. You know, it was that performance. It was, this needs to be perfect. This needs to be right. What am I going to write now? And you just like, you just turned the switch for me when I read that. And this was what, 10 p.m. at night, 10.30 at night now. And he said, going to bed now, good night. And I don't know what happened. My husband was in his office. I was in the kitchen. The computer was right there. And then I just flowed. Just my heart opened. I connected to the people that I know that I need to be of service. And it just flowed. And I finished it within an hour. I sent it to him last night. And I could not believe it. So uh, David is not just a program. Like it is not just, this is a program. You got to do this. I'll connect with you next week. You have these things to do. No, he is there. His, he's connected. He truly, sincerely holds the beautiful space for you, hears you, guides you, and he's special. There's, he has intuition. And um, he's connected to source. And um, I'm super grateful to have met you, David. And well, I'm, I'm honored to work with you. And it's so fun to see your gift because the whole point is you have this gift, talent, experience, and things that you've cultivated over many, many years. It's like, how do we just get that out to more and more people? That's the goal. And so it is hard because oftentimes people that do have that passion, gift, experience, the mechanisms or the the container or the structure to get that out there, number one, can feel really overwhelming because there are so many options and so many people telling you, don't do this, do do this, you know, all of that. And then, then that negative self-talk comes in and goes, oh, I can't do it. I'm, you know, so it is, it is going, okay, how do we get positive self-talk? And then how do we get systems in place in order to get out whatever it is, whatever product or service that you have to people from a heart of service? Right. So I loved even our conversations when I'm like, Hey, I need to teach you how to um, make a sales call. And you're like, I don't do sales. I hate sales. I go, okay, let me back up. Let's do a, an offering call, what you're offering to them. Right. Cause those words can be triggering, you know, because sales, I, I oftentimes will think of a used car salesman versus, Hey, I have an offer that I'd like to make to you to help you. You know, well, that's, that feels different. It's sales, but because you are, there's a transaction of financial, you know, energy in the process. But um, yeah, it's so fun to be able to see you 
um, you know, flourishing in this way. So number one, thank you for the great information and wisdom on energy. Um, I'm hearing you say water and high energy food. Okay. It is so simple. You know what I mean? Like people are like, Oh, this is not revolutionary. Yeah, I know. But why aren't you doing it? Water, high energy food, um, some sort of morning practice. You're saying greet myself, stretch, and then some sort of meditation. Gratitude meditation. Gratitude. Yeah. Um, and then, um, connect with my breath. Yeah. Rather than, so your, the goal is to not be all day, which we think that's energy, but in reality, it's depleting our body of energy. That's what I'm hearing you say, um, to, to get into that rest and restore. Uh, Great information. Thank you so much. Take charge of your life coaching program, drbdyadidi.com. We'll have all the links to your program as well as your social media. Um, you put out a beautiful email once a week, which you were just describing. And um, you can go to Dr. Bita's website um, if there'll be a pop-up or you can scroll down and get her water calm meditation. It is a 10-minute meditation that is beautiful. You don't have to have any experience. It walks you through how to do the meditation. You can sign up for that. And when you sign up, you get her weekly email, which is really from the heart. It's very beautiful. So, Vita, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. It's great to be with you. Thank you, David. Always great to be with you, too. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. Mm